after our date, like she wanted me to send her to school because she was already in uni. Right. She wanted me to send her to school in like taking bus. But I remember my Ezlink card had $1.50 left and my bank account had $0. And wow. my paycheck, I guess, salary would come in the next day. Okay. So I, I was like, this $1.50 is for my bus ride home right. from that place. <laughs> So I really like, told her I couldn't, uh, I cannot send her, blah, blah, blah. Then she got upset and stuff like that. That I really like keep that in mind. And wow. I have the screenshot of that $0. In my <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. So right, to right, remind right. yourself yeah. the next, okay, this is where I came from. I don't right. want to be back here or, yeah. or I don't want to be feeling like this again, maybe. It keeps me motivated whenever right. I feel down. So that, like, I remind, remind myself of it. Right. Lah. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Mind Your Business SG Podcast. Right, today we are joined by, as usual, me, Ashwin and... Tamit. Right, and today we have a lovely guest, Kai from uh, Okami. Right, so Okami is a athleisure brand in Singapore. Kai is probably our youngest uh, business owner with whom we've had on the podcast. Now, Okami... At a beautiful age of 21. Exactly, (laughs) so young and uh, so motivated and inspiring. So, Okami's tagline or motto is you know take control so taking control of your life and that could be in I think various aspects right we'll get into that so they started off as a male athleisure brand and now I think in about a couple of weeks right where it's December now but when the episode comes out they probably have a female athleisure line as well so do check up check them out on Instagram and on TikTok, you can find them as Okami Apparel, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. And they have a website, which is okvmi.com. So as usual, before we dive into, you know, what your current business is and um, how the struggles, what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. we want to take it back, right, a couple of years, maybe. Uh, for you personally, where, where was that, that one moment, right, that you decided that, hey, you know what, I want to be an entrepreneur? Okay. Could- Any other guys around in Singapore? Once you graduate from school and then your NS starts, you it's a bit like waste of time in it. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, to me, NS is quite like mindless. So like right. you do the same routine over and over again. And while I was in NS, I tried to like I got into the real world and I realized that I have to do something during my NS period to okay. not waste my time. Okay. So I decided to uh, you know search on YouTube how to ways to make money online and stuff like that. Right. Which is I think a lot of people do it also. Once I did that, then I started uh, drop shipping, which is buying products from becoming the middleman. So you buy products from China and you sell it to other people for higher price. Right. Yeah. So I was trying to do that. I bought courses and stuff around for, for that, and I failed like miserably. Okay. Like lost like I think seven thousand in total. Shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So just a, like a brief story. After like six seven months of failing, then I decided to give it one last shot and okay. I realized that wow starting a clothing brand actually is quite cool okay and so I decided to like you know search for the market and I realized that um, there's an that market in Singapore where they are all focusing on a lot on female athleisure right so the male like for me personally I feel very neglected in it so I <laughs> okay the only clothes that I own are probably like Uniqlo H&M that right, kind. right right so I decided you know why not start a athleisure brand so right. that was like my final straw of Okay. Okay. Uh, trying and 
uh, can say that you no, know, after like one year, like I'm, I think I made the right choice in continuing. Nice. Right. I think I think before we we dive into the the final show, right? Take yeah. us through that whole uh, period where you were failing, right? Um, so you were you started with uh, let's say dropshipping, right? Um, and at that point, were you in the mindset that hey, you know what, I want to start a business, or was it purely money? Like, okay, I see that there's this opportunity to make some passive income. There is no like foundation to it. There's no like business model to it. What was it at that point? It was both of it was both um, basically for the money and also because I didn't want to work for someone else. Right. Because uh, I think I mentioned before I started working in set two to okay. start supporting myself, and I really hated the okay. job. So I, I I think I started. I worked at Nando's, Sing Shong, and Papa Rich, I think. Okay. And all those are F&B kind of job. And okay. I really hate like serving the customers, <laughs> uh, listening to the manager and stuff like that. So, what about it do you hate? It's just very... Repetitive yeah, tasks you keep yeah, doing over and over again. It is, yeah. Okay, okay. And it's like very, I say brain dead. Right. And yeah. whenever, I remember whenever I want to go to work, I'll be like dreading it and stuff like right. that. So, I, I was like, I can't live like this for... But I, I, I mean, like you know, so as a Singaporean, right? Like, we 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 all go through the same education system where we go into yeah. primary school, then we go secondary school, uh, then you go to your yeah. tertiary, and then university, and then go into your corporate job, right? Yep. So even while you were going through the system in Singapore, you were already like, no, this is not my life. Yeah. Right. So at which point? Uh. So after you finish your army and all that, you say that I need to start something right now. Uh. There was no plan to start uni at that point. Uh. Uni was always on the picture. Uni. Uni was already, uh, always always on in my mind, but okay. there was because I ordered oh, in November and my uni started in August, right? So I had like like around eight months for me to do something, right? right so right. I didn't want to like work as like F and B worker or something like that. Okay, and I can I could have interned at somewhere and stuff like that, but I didn't really want to. So I decided, you know, the best way to learn is just to start your own business. Okay, so, so at this point you were starting this like dropshipping all with your own money. Your, yeah, and money I saved up from NS and also working beforehand and stuff like that. And you were willing to risk it all. Yeah. Wow. That's that's. I mean, may, I, I I threw away a lot of my NS money. Yeah. Doing may may I ask, rubbish. like, how much percentage wise were you willing to like throw in? Oh, all of it. All in. <laughs> wow. I okay. This is one story that um, I guess I keep dear to my heart because I it keeps me rooted to my like humble beginnings sort of thing. Right. Right. I remember that time when I was like failing everything. Right. I had this point a uh, period of time where my girlfriend at that time after our date she wanted us to like she wanted me to send her to school because she was already in uni right. she wanted me to send her to school in like taking bus but I remember my easing card had $1.50 left and my bank account had $0 and wow. my um paycheck I guess salary would come in the next day Okay. so I, I was like this $1.50 is for my bus ride home right. from that place <laughs> So I really told her I couldn't, uh, I cannot send her, blah, blah, blah. Then she was upset and stuff like that. So that I really like keep that in mind. And wow. I have the screenshot of that $0. Right, right, right. To remind yourself yeah. the next, okay, this is where I came from. I right. don't want to be back here or, yeah. or I don't want to be feeling like this again, maybe. It keeps me motivated whenever right. I feel down. So that, like, I remind remind myself of it. Right, 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 right. So so at this point when you were doing this uh, drop shipping, right, were you consistently trying to figure out a way to do it or did you just take one idea and run with it? Like, It was uh, constantly trying to find new ways okay. because um, concept of drop shipping at that point of time when I started, uh, TikTok wasn't really a, a big thing. Right. It was just um, you market it through Facebook ads and that was where most of my money was going on okay. Facebook and I really didn't know how to, like, I tried to learn and stuff like that but I really didn't know how to optimize the 
the Facebook ads uh, to get profits. So yeah, I was losing a lot of money in that and I was trying to figure out different ways to like find different products, different right. marketing strategies and stuff, but all of them. Did anybody tell you stop, like stop what you're doing, what you're doing, you're wasting money, you're, you're going nowhere. Was my, it your friends, your parents? My girlfriend at that time. Uh, but yeah. my parents, they are quite, they are very supportive of it. But mm. I, Also, because I didn't tell them that I had zero dollar in my bank. Anybody <laughs> 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 tell them that? Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. So, or, or maybe when you tell them I'm putting all in into it, and then uh, like uh, think about it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I mean like we've never really had someone talk about uh, drop shipping, right? Uh, I think you're or e-commerce. Of, yeah. Europe, so, yep. like, share with us a bit more about this drop shipping. Like, what was it that enticed you to, you know, think about drop shipping as opposed to maybe other businesses? Yeah. Because um, when I first started, I thought it was a very like low barrier to entry kind of business. Right. So you really didn't need to start with a lot. You okay. can start with like $500 compared to like starting a restaurant or whatever. Right. And also, um, I didn't have to hold the inventory. Okay. Because well, basically from when someone places an order, you can just ask the, your supplier to ship it all the way to your customer. Right. Yeah, so um, it's very low risk, low not low risk low reward but very low risk kind of business that's right, why I started, right, 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 I started. Right, right. and where did you hear about dropshipping online uh, like YouTube, YouTube? yeah so, I literally set it up how to make money online and <laughs> uh, five ways to make money did the guy appear the, the famous the, the Imran guy uh, right did he appear was it Imran right he's always there like how I made five no, figure salary I, I don't think that guy was dropshipping I think that yeah, guy he, was doing he, some marketing he wasn't dropshipping but he, he appears right when yeah. you search like how to make quick yes, money so yeah. this guy this definitely appears very dangerous search terms that will affect your right, ads for right, the next right, week right. maybe well, I'm, I'm sure the other things is like crypto that, that oh yeah yeah right. you get all these investment ads and right. all that right because there's so many people trying to right. teach you yeah. how to make quick money right yeah. so right. I, I've had some experience with almost getting into dropshipping drop right. on uh, e-commerce. So I came across an ad, like, and it was this, uh, there was a guy who said, give me one minute and I will, you know, tell you about it. You know, mm. you know you, right. you've seen those. So right. I, I saw an ad. I signed up for a free seminar talk. Right. So it, it was in a building in Dobie God. It was like three hours. It was like three hours. Wow, okay. Of I them talking about dropshipping. Drop Yeah, so I I didn't I just wanted to learn more about how to okay, make, money, make money, right? But do you have to pay for this course? No, the the, the seminar was free. The okay. seminar was free. So that's when you know that something is yeah. wrong. Right? When they're giving yeah. knowledge free, there's no catch. no. I I don't think there is a catch. I, I think a lot of people do give knowledge for free. You can find good ones uh, out there, like, like mind your business. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I went. So I went with a right. very open mind. Right. Okay. So it was. I sat down with. Yeah, sure. Take my email, phone number, whatever. Sat down, and for three hours. So this guy, so it was a Chinese gentleman. He spoke very well, amazing. Okay. And he went about his whole success story, how he had nothing, and right. he was trying to support his family. Right, right. And he found this. He found a guru in America. I don't know. Is 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 a trend where you find a guru in America to to teach you how to Isn't do that just mentorship? Right? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. So it's like a he was doing Amazon uh, right. products or e-commerce basically. So. I do not know where the three hours, how it went by, but okay. it just went by like this. He was so engaging. I've never right. m- seen such a good speaker before. Okay. And of course, at the end of it, uh, he tells you like what the products and there's all these success stories and testimony. And then what triggered me, what, what really set me off, right, was, okay, we have, you want to learn more? There's a course. It, it's two days. 
we only have 20 slots left. Right. And then suddenly there's a counter and on, on the how screen. How much is the cost? 3,000. Right. So, so it's like real life clickbait, bait, right? It's like... Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the time factor was, was something that really, you know, right. it's like, right. that's, that's when your mind should tell you that something is weird because right, 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 right. there's a time pressure in selling. So I, I went up to the desk. Actually, I was interested. Right. I really was interested to you learn You're going to put the $3,000. I, I didn't have $3,000. I would have smacked you, man. I, I, <laughs> if I you had, told me about it, I would have I had $1,000 to my name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was a student back then. Okay. Right. Maybe first year of uni or second okay. year of uni. I, had, I didn't have $3,000 and I told them, is there like a discount? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a student. Student, student price. I was like, um, Oh yeah, you can use your credit card to do and stuff. I don't have a credit card. <laughs> I have my POSB kids account somewhere. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, okay, right, I, I walked right, away. Right, Thank right. God. <laughs> but right. I didn't have money. But so I started doing my own research and I found actually a lot of things you can actually learn online. Right? A lot of the things. So going back to your point, Kai, about optimizing the Facebook ads, right? So did you... F- find someone who has done it in Singapore or uh, in your own network who who was successful in optimizing Facebook ads for dropshipping and such like that? Uh, no. All all I did was li- literally search on YouTube right. on how to do it. Which you, I think you can gain a lot of knowledge from it. Yes. But to me, the best knowledge that you can gain is from trying it out. Right. Yes. So once you try and fail, try and fail. And op- halfway through, I kind of got better at it. I right. wasn't losing so much money to gain a sale. Okay. But um. In the end, I like for now, uh, for my current brand, we have an outside team that do it for us. Because right. once you like want to scale it and stuff like that, you're trying to be the jack of all trades. It's right. not really efficient in my opinion. Okay. So right. I'd rather okay. focus my thoughts on something else. So right. you rather focus on your business instead of like be in the business trying to figure out all, all the different yeah. parts and right, moving right. parts of it. But I mean, for the, at the start, you have to be the jack of all yeah. trades. Right. Once you, I guess have more resources to give uh, to spend then you can f- source it out again. Right. What, what, so from this dropshipping uh, saga right, that you went through is a couple of months that mm-hmm. we are talking about where you almost practically lost everything yep. what do you think was your biggest takeaway from it? Like, I guess my biggest takeaway was um, your product really really matters no matter how hard like you try to sell it or something right. if your product is not very exciting or not um, doesn't benefit other people Nobody's gonna buy it. What what kind of products are we talking about here? Oh, I was selling like portable blenders, um, like you know the fly mosquito trap right. kind of stuff. Right. I was selling that. I was selling um, baby like nasal aspirator or something like that. Okay, it was very weird items, <clears throat> and I realized that um, it's very. I guess it's for everybody, but nobody yeah, at the same yeah, time, right? Yeah, right. That's okay. like, that's one thing I learned. Uh. Were you trying to create a brand at that time? No, no. It it was just like uh, you have a website. Yeah. Maybe it's Shopify. Maybe it's whatever, right? And then you just list those products yeah. there. How were you right? selecting your products at that point? Um, basically, I remember spending like what three, four hours a day just scrolling through Alibaba trying to find products that excite me. Okay. And then oh, I think this product will work. This product will work. Then I try, try, try. And Did the baby name something excite you? What is this? <laughs> I thought it was something useful for right, us. right. But then, yeah. Okay, so so at the point you were just scrolling, you're talking about three, four hours a day on Alibaba yeah. and all these uh, Shopee kind of yeah, websites yeah. just to find a product that yeah. excited you, and then you were trying to rebrand it, yes. in, a, in a sense. Yeah. But you had no brand on your own. Yeah, you and just, that's one thing I learned also is that right. because I wanted 
quick money ma, quick fast quick okay. and fast easy money so okay. I didn't really thought of building a brand behind the thing okay. but now that I realize actually you build a brand is more valuable than um, just selling your items right. but it's, it will take longer and stuff like that right 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 yeah So would you encourage people to try dropshipping still? Yeah, why not? Uh, because okay, okay, one another like I guess not really success story, but successful in my opinion. Ah, um, once I started the brand, then I had like some time to kill while waiting for the samples and stuff to arrive. Right. So I decided to start another like dropshipping brand. Okay. Because I thought, okay, I learned all this skill about TikTok and stuff like that. Right. So maybe I can try and make it work. So I decided to start that portable vendor again. Okay, and then like, it's really it's quite cool, lah. You literally can blend your fruits, everything. Okay, portable, like just press a button outside, you can blend. Okay, so that was quite cool. It's, it's battery operated. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then it worked, lah. I got like, I remember making like over one k a day, because of for like wow. five days in a row. And we're talking about profit or revenue here. Ah, uh, revenue. But right. the profit was quite high because all my marketing was done through TikTok organically. Mm. So I only had to spend uh the. Like money, money on, the on the product itself, right? You didn't spend on ads on TikTok. Yeah, no, I didn't because I, I. That's why, that's why I decided to give uh, dropshipping a try again because um, I learned how to sort of blow up on TikTok and stuff like that. Right. So I, right. I tried. I thought to myself, if I can replicate this, I can get okay. money. Ah, so right. I did that, but then after a while, um, it kind of died off because the supplier didn't manage to like. You don't keep up with the demand. Okay. And also the product got saturated and stuff like that. So right, right, yeah. right, right. That's the the scary thing about like drop shipping also, mm. right? Because like your product can just yeah. Like somebody sees it selling like hotcake, they they just need to yeah, take slightly yeah, lesser yeah, profit yeah. for yeah. the same product. Right, and you can't just copy a brand. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that, that's that easily. Uh, yeah, right. you can copy like say, selling yoga pants right. or something. So even yeah, after you restarted drop shipping, you were like, nah, this this is not my cup of tea. Right. Okay. I mean, it work. You got easy money and stuff, but it's not very yeah. sustainable. So yeah, I mean, if you, I guess for dropshipping or those people listening and thinking about doing dropshipping, right? I think it sounds like a very good passive income. Mm. Like if you want, I, make, I don't like, think it's very passive though. It, it can it, it can be passive if you if you set it up. Yeah, set it up passive because uh, you can. There's a way you can set up like an agent from China and stuff like that that right. will process your orders and stuff like yeah. that. So you just do the marketing side right. of it. Right. Right. But. Uh, for beginners, I guess it's not very passive. Uh. You right, have to right. put in the. But work. I mean, if you're thinking of like, because you were saying you made about like thousand dollars five days straight. Yeah. Right. But if you're looking at making like two three hundred dollars, every week as a passive income, that's about thousand a month. I think sounds right. like a possible thing, right? Right. 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 And and. It was mostly through Alibaba and then TikTok and then maybe Shopify. Was that your platform yeah, that you're using? Yeah, Shop- Shopify. Right. Yeah. And I think there's a bunch of tutorials online. So yeah, guys, if you have been ever curious, I think the barrier to entry is really low. Right. Go out there, fail. <laughs> no, I mean succeed and come tell us about it. Yeah. So how how, <laughs> how like how much research do you put into oh, a lot drop shipping? A lot. Like okay. I remember, I was so obsessed with it that even okay. in like. I working. I'm working shift, shift right? Yeah, shift okay. work. So even during that shift, I was just on YouTube, uh, trying to constantly learn and learn and learn. Which I think, if you constantly try to research everything every day, every day, you'll find something that um, like somehow it will naturally click, right? And you will find a way okay. to make. Right, right, right. Is there a danger of over researching here? It's I wouldn't like, say so. What Because if you get stuck in that research like finding phase? The, finding the perf- perfect. 
like model, right? Uh, and then you never take action because you always are stuck in that research phase. And okay, then, one yeah. more video, one more video, one more video, another PDF. I'm gonna read it. Yeah. That I would say is a problem. But yeah. if you research and you apply it straight away and you keep trying to apply and apply apply, I think that's okay. Right. right. As Kai says it, the best way is just to try it, yes. and that's yeah. the best way to yeah. learn, right? So, so at the end of a uh, couple of months, you have decided that you're done with dropshipping. Mm-hmm. You're going to build a brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you started doing market research. Yeah. So why why fitness? What brought you to? Were you already into fitness? Were you? Like I was gymming here and there, on and off and on. Okay. And I was um since like I think secondary school, I was quite big into fitness. Okay. Like playing football and stuff like that. So. Naturally, I'll be more inclined to go to that fitness route. Right. And uh, I realized there was a market gap there also. Potential for me right. to, like, if someone really focused on it. What about, like, the other big brands that you're competing with? Like, we're talking about Lululemon and uh, even, like, simple brands like Adidas and Nike, which are huge, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, to me, there's, like, this pool of mark- uh, customers that they were, they like to support local brands. Right. So, right. They, if I come in and promote myself as a local athleisure right, band they right. will be more inclined to support for sure yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do agree like for me that when I hear a local brand yeah. like I'll be more inclined to yeah. want to to support them because at the end of the day but it must also look nice at first yeah of course yeah, yeah. Right. That, that is like your value the right. quality of the product yeah. must firstly be there yeah. and then the local part is a like plus if, point if someone started a local like LV brand right where it, it looks great uh, no I don't right. like LV clothes man it's so oh, okay. it's so loud right Oh, I the never, patterns and yeah, all that. Okay. I, would, I would never support it. Which were some of the brands that you were very uh, um, focused on understanding? There's, there's this brand called Represent Clothing. Okay. Uh, it's a British luxury brand. And ah, this, this other brand called um, ASRV. Dark Spot, I think. Okay. Yeah, Dark Spot. What, what attracted you? The kind of like... Okay, so Represent Clothing is known for their like um, streetwear kind of vibe. Right. And ASRV was known for their functionality and stuff like that. So... I tried to um, like combine those two things okay. together where creating functional because I, I know that people who goes to the gym they look for functional like really functional right. items and also they want to wear something nice when they go out and stuff like that so yeah I really focus on how they grew and how they come about okay. and try to apply it to myself Right. So I'm I'm saying that you are you're targeting a gap in the market here mm-hmm. so you're, you're looking for both a functionality in the gym and style Outside the, outside the yes. gym, so you can yeah. wear where any anywhere it is, right? Right. So, but so this time when you were sitting down, when you were planning this, right? There is way, way, way more research than any of your dropshipping yeah. you did. Yeah. Like how many hours are you talking about easily? Oh, I remember literally waking up from like what? I think eight a.m. and working to like twelve, have a lunch break, and then continue working like from one all the way to like eight p.m. Just researching and researching. Well, I I really liked it because okay. I was like obsessed with it. Okay. I remember like uh, I guess by towing my friends, and <laughs> right? And, and this was uh like waiting for university to start. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. So, but but you put in the you put in the hours and and it's a lot of hours. Right. Yeah. You're you're, you're talking about a couple of weeks. More than that. Uh. Wow. So this was that means the dropshipping is completely out of the picture already. Yeah. Because and, I uh, really wanted to. I realized that. Building a brand is where you get that loyal customers. Okay, yeah. so talk us through that process. Like, what were you, what were you thinking? What were you planning? What were the kind of research that you were doing? Where were, where were you getting this information? Um, books, YouTube, and looking at other brands because right. I, mm. I, I, I was into books also at that point of time. Okay, like very 
um, I guess, is it non-fiction or fiction? Non-fiction. Non-fiction. Self-help. Self-help kind of books. Yep. <coughs> so one of the books that I read was uh, Start With Why. Oh, Simon, uh, Simon Sinek. Yeah. 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 That's an amazing book. Right. So that taught me how to, um, that because of that, the f- taking control of your life motto came about. Right. Because I realized that people don't really care about what they buy, they care about why they buy it. Right. So I try to target people through their emo- emotions and stuff like that. Right, right, right. So yeah. Um, and then because of that book, I started focusing on my brand message and that gym customer that was mm. state. Blah, and, blah. And yeah, just a quick point on people caring about why they buy it. Ash, in your line of work, is that what you get as well? As to why? Uh, I, I think that thing about any product, right, that mm. there's going to be market for everything like there are some people who just can get it because they feel that they need it they don't care why they just want something cheap right if like for example I, I need to buy insurance in my case or for your case like clothes yeah. as long as I can go to the gym I can sweat in it I don't care how much I'm paying yeah. then there are other people who I want to buy something that looks good I want to feel good mm-hmm. I want to know why I'm buying these things and then that's when you have a conversation with them right, right. Uh, and I, I think that to say that everybody is in the market for the same reasons is also tough. Right? Some people just buy because it's a necessity. They just want to get it over and done with. Other people have a reason, right? And I think that the the fun part is building a brand, right? It's always building with people who understand their why. Mm. Uh, Hi guys, thanks for listening in. Next week we have, I decided to learn uh, how to get better at TikTok, how to get more, I guess views and attention on TikTok and it kind of worked so far. This is Kai and you're listening to the Mind Your Business SG podcast. Hi guys, thanks for listening in and as always, do subscribe to our Spotify. Now, what does subscribe to Spotify mean? Actually, there's this notification bell. You just click on it and every time Mind Your Business SG posts a new episode, which is every Monday, you'll get a notification. So do not miss out. And also, do give us a follow on our Instagram and coming soon, we'll have a TikTok account. Huh? <laughs> I did not. Whoa. Okay. Thank you for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Spotify to get a new insightful episode every week. The Mind Your Business SG podcast is hosted by Ashwin Prakash and Tamit Nasif. Thank you to Naim Lutfi for our intro music. And if you've enjoyed our show, consider rating us. It will help us grow the show and make the future episodes that much better. Have a question for Ash or me? Head over to our Instagram page at mindyourbusinesssg and ask away. We read every submission and we might just answer yours in a future episode. If you would like to support us personally, you can reach out to Ash for your finance needs and myself for any creative business solutions. We'll see you soon.